0: Hey guys, it's Todd Finley, the CEO of HBCU Grad. This is a conversation I had a month or two ago with uh, Marsha Smith from HGC Apparel. She's built a really, really good brand. So we talked about what it's like to be an OG brand, uh, what it was like to have Oprah, Gail, and Wale wear stuff, Zendaya as well. And we talked a lot of fundamentals about building a brand and what it's like in this day and age. So I really think you're going to appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy All right, today we have Marcia, the CEO of HGC Apparel. Marcia, I've done a little bit of research and we've talked a little bit, maybe five or 10 minutes, but can you give us uh, about two, three minutes of who you are, where you come from, how you have got to where you are now?
1: Well, as you all know, I am a Marsha owner and creator of uh, HGC Apparel, as we also know it as Hot Grease Couture. When I started around like uh, 2011 or so in social media, so uh, what I do is I own H C Apparel, which is now transformed into certain brands as far as respect, protect, love the black woman, black by popular demand, educated black black queen. They love our culture and so they all of us and so many other things. So um, I graduated from Howard in 2008 and I started the the first brand, Hockey's Couture, right around 2011 or so to do items for the Divine Nine organizations and just try to build more of a presence even on social media for us in the. Um, in the black footprint. So the that's the precursors behind Hot Grease Couture and uh, yeah, HCC Apparel. I also was uh, in the military as well after that. So about 2013 or 2011, I went to the military. So I was in the military for seven years. And then I started doing my business full time after I got out around 2017. So here I am today, ready and rocking and rolling with HCC Apparel and um, here to just shed some light on y'all. <laughs>
0: What was the original vision of the brand? Is it the same that it is today?
1: Uh very much so, I would say. Really the the original vision was to shed light and bring um bring an awareness to um to our black our black diaspora, just be it at Howard and you know how we pride ourselves at these at these HBCUs. I, I just always had a you know a greater sense of self love, self-worth and um just just feeling accomplished even after leaving the school and wanting to have everybody else have that same sense of pride and uh, self-worth as well so that's what i always wanted to do from back then to now even with the greek items that i was making because first and foremost you know the um you pledging kappa me being at sg row we just have a certain pride that we have within the divine our organizations and within um within our schools as a whole so being that i already had a lot of um, love and respect for my organization i wanted to make items or make things that I could wear when I'm going out, when I'm representing what I, you know, what I hold true. So I started there, and then moved on to those black items. So I feel like I still kept that message of, of holding that prestige of my of my organization, as well as uh, making items for the black populace to also have that that sense of pride, self worth, and identity that I carry within both organizations.
0: How did you make your first sale? <laughs> How did I make my first? Um,
1: actually, I even remember this. So what I made was it was a, uh, it was a box I made. I actually used to make items, not so much of clothing and things. That's what kind of what it elevated to, but I would make actual things kind of like the stuff you see here. So I make items. That's my first kind of true love is actual, like kind of architecture construction and actually making things. I didn't make that one, but I could potentially try to do stuff like that. So what I wanted to do, or what I did before, was just I just drew, knowing that I know how to draw. I drew a um, actual like a estuary roll, or do the shield of estu roll on a box. It was just like a little keepsake box because we didn't have, you know, we do crossing gifts and things like that. So I was just trying to make a crossing gift, I guess. So I was like, oh, let me start here. Let me try to uh, do something because I want to have this business where I make different items, including different prints like zebra prints, uh, leopard prints, and things like that. Just including stuff that was different and avant-garde, which goes with the term "hot" that I have for the the company, Hot Greets Couture. Hot meaning different, avant-garde. You know, just something that you've never seen before. So I made that item and I didn't even, it wasn't even a low price. Too. It was like charged me like and hundred thousand dollars for it too. It was like 125 because it took so long to even, I painted it, painted the box, you know, obviously Royal blue and gold. Then I, um, did drew the shield on the top of it, hand drew it, everything. So it was, you know, shellacked it, all this stuff, you know, drew it and just made an item. I was like, okay, I'm gonna make something if I sell this item. <laughs> That was it. I was like, this is it, y'all. I was like, I only need to sell one. I'm very much cracked like that. Like put it in my vase. One thing. <laughs> so if I could do one, because if you could do one, you could do a thousand, you could do it, it can keep going if as long as you put the battery in your back. So I saw that was one I was SUR I was like, one item. Had it up there. I swear. Like I maybe had it there a day and a half. I think I put it on, I put it on eBay possibly. Just had like, you know, hand painted, whatever. Had it up there for a certain price. And it was even one of my stores that bought it from like back in D.C. Like just saw me on eBay with it, and then you know, but you see how people were just even saw it up there because we were, that's what we were doing back then. It was no place that kind of had items. You had to be online. You had to buy it. You know, you knew what time it was back then. So I made it a thing to where I wanted more of just um items right there in your face. I put really different phrases. This is 2011, and so like um. Having things like, uh, you know, watch my shoulders, like bringing out shimmy and talking about finer. Like I'm, I am put a lot of phrasing just like I have with the black stuff. I did all those things in 2011. and 2000, like I'm the one that kind of started all the differentiation and all those Greek items you see now. So I did that. <laughs> and I made all these things like, you know, watch my shoulders, watch my shimmy, you know, putting all the founders on shirts, talking about finer, adding all things together. That was my company. So that's what I wanted to see here and, um, you know bring to the populace. And that's why, you know, has how Geese Couture elevated to be even um yeah, HCC apparel.
0: <laughs> Talk to me about that because I see things that were in my brain at one time and when we started four years ago, like certain ways, certain memes come out, certain ways, certain mm-hmm. captions are written. I know <laughs> that I with that. How do you feel about seeing people that are incorporating things that you invented? Are you happy about it? Does it you can take a step back sometimes.
1: <laughs> like how do you? Pretty I mean, much like you know. I, I mean I don't even tooting my own horn, but even like I don't even want to be like a Nicki Minaj or more of like a little Kim. Like you very. Yeah. i out here in these streets. Like I, I even this whole language when you see things. Um, even as far as just when you're putting the caption, when you're putting video or putting video to actual, just how things are presented to the black populace. When you have, um, you know, the 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 videos of like families together as well as like the titling on the top of it and having the shirts with that and swiping. I'm the only person that ever did that. I invented all the swiping. I invented all placing how you speak to the black populace. I started in 2011. And then even from there, like I even certain pages, like um, like people even know, like a Wash the Yard, a HBCU Buzz. A lot of these people were in, then giving me content because I used to hold the competitions. I started competitions for Greeks. I started making it to where you could win stuff because you were winning the items that I was making. So it made all this sense. So I would have people like you know Wash the Yard and and uh, HBCU Buzz and everybody like that they would always send me content. They was. Basically, my little foot soldiers, <laughs> and they was doing stuff, and then I left that um, that community, or I just basically wanted to branch out because we needed more. It was people like you know, like boosy situations. People was wanting to wear letters because I would make stuff, and they wanted mm-hmm. to wear it, and it was getting a little out of hand. Like it was seeing it a lot. I don't know if you remember that time period, probably around two thousand, like eight, nine. Like people was just like doing what they wanted. <laughs> I was like, you can't really do that. Like you can't. Mm-hmm. To get too involved in like or just you know crossing and blurring lines so I really wanted to establish some stuff for them to have over here because there was no black items either at that time you well know, like 3-6 Mafia and that stuff was out it was wow when 3 Six Mafia came and headlined at Howard I knew it was over I was like <laughs> that was one of the batteries that made me start 2006 I'm like we need a brand because we cannot be up here talking about this be that right. at Howard <laughs> I mean, this is insane so right. it- Just like this is just this is bad, guys. I mean, I'm twerking, but this is not cool. This is not okay. So, I definitely wanted to just make something better and bigger. But yeah, I'm definitely you know very flattered. But just even telling people, even from the HBCU grads, like you know your page and others around, just even having that. There were no black pages. There were no HBCU anything. So the only reason the HBCU pages came around was because the Greek pages that we already had, like that you were probably already a part of. You know they it was already it was they were private pages you couldn't get in so if you couldn't get in then you had HBCU pages and people made HBCU stuff for everybody to come in because you know, people was feeling excluded like I'm yeah. sorry yeah. like <laughs> yeah. not in here like so this yeah. so if people have been getting very like you know like I'm shut out so let me make something even yourself being a noob I know that there are other pages that aren't run by Greeks at all either. Just, you know, people that went to, you know, Disney's HBCUs. And I know that those pages formulated because of the Greek shenanigans, because of the periods and times, because of everybody else that was still, we were all in this big alliance. And I was definitely like, I had 60, maybe 70,000 followers in 2011. Like that was, that was and that was just Greek. And I just had Greek stuff and I switched my name and switched everything over to make sure I could try to integrate it all. And I feel like now it's time <laughs> to bring it all back together so I can make sure, just so I have that microphone to put all the Greek stuff up here, put all the black stuff up here that I always wanted to do, to where it wasn't black community not feeling, you know, feeling upset because they didn't go to HBCUs and they didn't pledge. And it, you know, like it's a lot. PWI PWIs upset. Like, I just want a black item. Like, nah, we're going to talk about these schools today. Like, <laughs> nah, we're going to talk about the organizations today. Like, I don't have time. So. You know, that's the, I'm just, I'm flattered reading to come here, but just even telling you that evolution and just for even people to know, like, how did how did that even start? Because it was just people posting pictures on Instagram. You know, Twitter was basically, you know, you have all your captioning and then it was just pictures on Instagram and then I took it and I put it all together and I started talking in this language and started making it to where like, I, cause, well, I made memes as well because I'm a meme maker and people don't know that too. Like, I used to make memes for Hoodvine and things like that. I'm a memer. So, yeah. It was not hard for me to start constructing this stuff. Well, even memes that you see, I made a lot of those memes back in the day too. So, like a lot of those things that went viral, I don't have to make black stuff. I would just make funny stuff. <laughs> so, it is not hard to to turn that into like a, a talk or like a verbiage for the populace that you see on hair pages now, Melanin. On. All these things are using that same thing, that same type of setup that was probably originated around 2011, 2010, right when Instagram started. Right. So. <laughs> History lesson for Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all.
0: Now, where do you, where do you think that you, why do you have such a great pulse on what people want to hear and have the ability to be creative and be able to communicate that? Like, where do you get that from? Do you think it's being just a creative person? I know it has to be part of the creative because (laughs) creative matters, but it's a lot of creative people that, are a part of the culture that don't really know how to speak it. What do you attest it to?
1: I really think I feel like I attest it to being, even being from Howard as well, or just even growing up in that type of environment. Like it was, we saw them even storming the Capitol. When you interview, I don't know if you even noticed when they interview even children or, or just even young black people in DC, do you even realize how eloquent these people are? <laughs> and you'd be just thinking like, they're just some random Joe they pull. Like I know I have a video on here. Like talking about defunding the police and that was just a random dude they pulled off the street like hey answer but we can all of us have been watching this country unfold in so long in so many ways being at the nation's capital that's not the first time i've seen it get stormed so i'm like guys this happens and it's like how do all these people get here they're from pg county and they're from, they're from the neighboring they're not even from out of town quite as this kept but just i feel like just really seeing and observing what's going on and being at howard being that we'll have protests and then protests after parties we just always know how to intertwine like your struggle and um, just speaking to your populace in a certain type of way because you got to get people to come out to the protest you got to get people to come out you know to the party so it's for me finding that balance and then to try to bring that into everybody understanding our our absolute struggle and then having a way to speak as far as bringing comedy bringing um, just love bringing everything in that in that way I don't necessarily think it's hard if you really just care about the message and the things that you're, you're trying to present to the people. Like if you want to to present a message of self love, how is it? How difficult is it to show self love in its truest form and not just through the clothing? Like I have a shirt, I have a shirt, I have a shirt. No, let me show you this couple outside real quick. Let me show you, you know, this little twerk video with you know this this girl twerking on her man for the day. Like these are the you need to show love in motion. You don't need to just show it just stagnant on on garment. It, it can't. It has to be static. It has to be, you know, just alive and well. And that's how you keep your brands alive and well because people have to live. Through the items and through the garments, you know, y'all hear me now, I'm preaching. <laughs>
2: just
1: awesome. that, just that <laughs> like, that, is that how it You have to feel You feel this stuff, and yeah, that's why I feel like for the brand, it's not hard. Like for me, this is very easy. Like making these ads and stuff, it is too simple. Like the last one I just did, it's like twenty a reel that I want. It's like thirty thousand likes. I'm like, what? And it's like the him standing next to his grandma with the same color eyes. Like, that's, it's right. very showing the generational progression of black women, showing that. You know, respect black well, You know, black women are so magical. Look at our look at our traits jumping from generation to generation. Like those are the things you need to see, understand about our culture, and embed that even in our clothing and walk and talk and breathe in black life. <laughs>
0: that's what I. thought. <laughs> right. Have you, Have you seen what's going on in stories when you put polls in stories?
1: It's like, is it something new that's going on, or like what you mean? Like, do, how do I gauge when I'm putting polls in my
0: story? Is that like, like you know how stories you know been you know doing that thing for a while but a couple Ooh. weeks ago we started we did just a like a overrated underrated type of thing but it was mm-hmm. we just did polls in the stories and the stories got 30,000 views in 24 hours it was crazy i had never seen wow. stories go crazy like that so then we tested it another like 3 days later and it did it did, almost did the same thing i don't know why they're pushing polls like that but that's a you know low. Oh,
1: okay you, know, well,
0: you talk about real
1: real because you know they always push in different things and for me yeah for them, i don't really even worry about what they're pushing i'm just trying to stay out of the limelight <laughs> but i'm out <always, laughs> i'm trying to stay out of the fire i would say because every i'm always getting deleted like my ads it's like Me for myself, like people don't even know, like I've had to organically sometimes push this page for a number of years. Every other month, six months, whatever, they're blocking my page. I can't do certain ads. I can't run certain stuff, especially if I start talking about America is mad at black people. If I throw that green shirt up there, they're tossing the whole page. Like, so I'm very leery and and weary on how I post. That's even why I had to start posting in that language, because very early on, me having the church in 2011 with this. Oh, you're not going nowhere with that. So I had to start hiding the way I was posting. Stuff. Basically, an Underground Railroad situation. Harry and Tubman, you know, that's, I wear my Tubman 20 pants. Thank you, Phenomenal. But for that brand, I wear my Tubman 20 pants very much. But I'm very, that's an Underground Railroad style of page to where I've just had to try to live through even, even though I want to show the clothing, you have to just even show it in motion just so they can try to catch it along the way because they do not want us to see these messages. They do not want this to be displayed. Like, we just started talking about Protective Black Woman this year. I've been saying it for 10. Yeah. So yeah. how long they've been trying to shut me up about it? I won't be quiet. <laughs> so you know, like it's it's definitely been very difficult to keep this keep the page in motion and even have these messages. So that's why even it looks how it looks because if I try to do something else, they're gonna shadow ban it. At one point, they yeah. were telling me that it was too much text in my imagery because you know my shirts are phrases. So they mm-hmm. said after a while they would uh, ban my page or they were banning pictures. Tell me I couldn't post the stuff at all because it was too much text in the imagery. I'm like, if this ain't oppression, I don't know what is. it was that. And then when I posted America is mad, when I started trying to uh, post and blast those uh, pages or those shirts, they said that I was trying to sway public opinion. <laughs> so they took down all my ads. <laughs> they said I was trying to sway the masses. I needed to um, verify my account. They asked me that a long time ago, but I never did it. So now this, this last December, they finally took my account down altogether as far as my ads account. So I couldn't do anything at all but I wasn't even able to I was only able to do it once in a blue moon like some will go up it'll come down two days later for violation of policy whatever wow. every the shirts are violations of policy and I'm like what the ones all we ever do is black I don't want to get killed for being black today violation of policy trying to sway public opinion we know we're not getting killed I'm like what <laughs> I'm trying to sway public opinion so they take that they take that down I can't promote that shirt I can't promote all ever, uh the um, America's mad for you know black people saying Black Lives Matter or black, bad people say it all. They take that down too, and that was the one that got the page totally snatched. And I had to give them all my information as far as like my ID and ever like I had to outline all this stuff just for them to unlock the account. Just for me, I want to add yesterday that they said I got to do the same thing over. Like try to they're basically sending me the same notifications, probably not knowing that I already did it all <laughs> already. And I'm like, oh, so I never had to do this in the first place because I knew this was lies, but. They're like, you have to verify your account to run an ad like this. But, I already did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, it's bad, but I keep fighting, y'all. You know, That'll be the voice. But I definitely, it's, it's difficult to try to get this page where it needs to be. They just unlocked it on the third. They verified me on the first on Facebook. They said I got to call somebody else while getting verified on Instagram. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and then here we are. And then they locked the account yesterday. And then they unlocked it this morning. So. <laughs> i'm good to go everybody i've been out of jail i'll be i'll be in and out like i'll be in and out, of, I'll be out of jail.
0: <laughs> so how do you get around that how do you make sales when they have you blocked like that um i work through these people as you see like
1: i work through these ads i have this other stuff like and they're not gonna stop it it's just people already are here but um that was my only way of just really combating it really making sure i leaned on the people and leaning on the populace leaning on how to in to embed this brand within the people so it's now a walking and breathing language like so where you see things. and I don't know where they... I know that it was they love our culture, they don't love us. And now pe- people started saying, you know, they want our rhythm and not our blues. Who's been saying that? I was like, who's been saying that? Stop saying it. I, that's what I can't stand with Black people. Like, we need to find a message and stand behind it. The KKK is the KKK. They don't go anywhere else. Why are we doing... We want our rhythm and not our blues. And they love our culture. They don't love us Been here for almost 10 years. So why not stay behind something that makes us solidified and makes us be a threat to our society? We're not going to be a threat to nothing if we can't unify ever. We can't never come behind any one message. Respect, protect, love the black woman. Protect, love, and adopt. We quit it. Like Stop putting other words with this. Even if means protect black women. I'm going to wear my Respect Protect Love The Black Woman shirt. You need to be over here and we need to be solidifying and coming together. Not, I'm going to make a shirt over here. I'm going to do this. Protect black woman. No, kiss them too. I'm going to do that. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop. No. We got to stand behind one, stand behind message. Something happened and boom, we right here. Something happened boom, we right here. And that's the point of the brand too. Like, to where something goes on, somebody getting killed. Okay, we all got this shirt on today. Are we all wearing this? And that's not even just to hype me, but us to be unified. It's about right. to unify in our messaging and our delivery. Everybody online that day got this shirt on. It's like nobody's gonna want to watch that. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? You're gonna look like a takeover. Like, right. you don't uh, we don't understand that we run Wall Street, we run, we run all of social media. We this is right. Black Wall Street, it's just not on the floor no more. So they can't touch it. That's real. So that's the best thing that could ever happen to us is Black Wall Street went digital. <laughs> so I'm not really a big fan of trying to create it so they can come in and try to bust it up I'm right. like leave it online and <laughs> let them get you like, let them get you That's the hour to me. I'm trying to run away I'm sorry I'm, I'm locked the very hard day so I gotta tell y'all right. way, you know, I'm like, stay online stay hidden <laughs> let right. them, you know make our own platforms that like we're trying to do and hop off I'm not a clubhouse fan but, right. <laughs> but yeah. now,
0: who was the first person to wear your brand that was kind of quote-unquote famous or a celebrity
1: one of the first people hmm. this is years and years and years ago you know like really it was i don't know if i can really remember the the first two people it was a very random very first person um gail <laughs> it was gail um uh, Gail, you know Gail, Oprah. So all of a sudden, like her office contacted me because I went from I'm like, how can I get on these celebrities? I'm always thinking like when you're trying to grow a hip hop brand like a fubu or anything. I'm like, I need to get on celebrities. I need to do whatever just so you can push. You know, your real message. You know, how you have your one single you drop, and then like you know these. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna come with y'all with the heat. Now they start talking I'm like, no, nah, I'm just trying to shake. I'm just trying to twerk. You talking too much crazy stuff on this album, right? <laughs> they come with all their real fire on the album, like some Talib Pali type. Come on, man, don't give me this one single, and then I gotta. I'm over here getting all deep <laughs> in the rest of the album. Like, no, yeah. like, all that. Like, I went from nothing to really, like, okay, basically, Officer Oprah contacted you. I'm like, like, Oprah? <laughs> like that, So that was the first person, Officer Oprah, when basically Gail uh, came through. Oprah, it was gifts for her and Oprah. And they contacted me for that, but never saw But it was the folks want to pop off shirt that I made with the uh, and when uh, Obama was in office. So it said POTUS on it. I have one that says, you know, uh, President Barack Obama. I had some that said POTUS too. But even those shirts, I made those when he was in office. Folks want to pop off. And that was the first person that actually um, came. Actually, they purchased it too. It wasn't a, they were like, oh, I want to come purchase. Uh, I just want to contact you because I want it to be sent express. So they even gave me an account to send it express mm-hmm. and everything like that. And so... That's why I'm always very much like keep grinding until whatever, because it, it will go from nothing to something real quick. It can go from, I had nothing, nobody, then Oprah. Like, first person contact me was Oprah, y'all. <laughs> I was like, right. I don't know nothing. Yeah. I'm like, mm, Oprah, I, ain't see the, I didn't see him.
2: <laughs> but right.
1: they told him. <laughs> That's all That's that true. matters. <laughs> she true. got her and Oprah one. She's like, we need two sizes. Look, the guy was in play, but I sent it there, sent it to the office, had the actual address, you know, in New York. And, that Was the first order that I ever sent out, then uh, only other person I did was uh, Chad Ocho Stinko. <laughs> he purchased something randomly, but these are purchasers, not even I didn't give these people nothing. Like, this is just people I saw one day. Where'd you get that? And he had on the folks want to pop off shirt, but that was that's 2014 or so 13 14. Yeah. But those are the first accounts because you know, that's a long time. That's the first, some of the first accounts of actual like celeb or like the biggest one I would say the Oprah. I'm like, okay, Oprah. I know that was the very first thing I ever saw. I was like, what? Cause I was like, man, this is not fair. Like nobody, I can't, you over here. I've been jobbing in DMs. Like DMs. I've been on comments. I've been in comments trying to get, but when you have a great brand also, like I do fall in DMs now and I definitely get people that are very receptive. A lot of people wear it. I do not have to pay for a lot of things. And it's just, It's when your product speaks for itself like that, because it's, you know, it doesn't even transfer, I feel like, from the pictures to the body well. I feel like once you just get it, you really know what time it is. So.
0: Right. Now, you got a lot of brands and a lot of people that say, okay all I need to do is get this on one person. Then I'm good forever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, man you know, it doesn't work like that. No. What what was life like after Oprah?
1: Um, I mean well that was because we didn't see this shirt, at least I knew myself. Like I had the internal fuel <laughs> to keep going. So I didn't have any um disparities to where somebody wears it and something something crazy happens, you know, where it explodes or whatever. So I just knew that, you know, it like, kind of like those those secret things, like I'm like, Oh, I knew this happened. So, you know, nobody knows, so I'm gonna just keep going. They don't, they don't know what's going on behind closed doors, like even though know, they didn't see it, I know. Oprah's in my bag. You know, like, you know, I know this, So you can't tell me nothing. And it's been like that for a long time. Even when y'all see a lot of people, I'm like, oh, they bought that stuff. Like, they're like, she on everybody's back. They bought it. I'm like, I didn't even know. The only time it really did go crazy a little bit was when Zendaya wore it during the women's march. She wore the respect, protect, love the black woman shirt during the women's march. And like I tell you, that was 2018, 17, something like that. So when that happened before that, like, we're Black woman was maybe my it was right after Black by Popular Man. So my fourth brand I released, right? Fourth thing I released, the worst selling item I had. <laughs> worst selling item. Respect for take love. Them. Get out of here, women. They don't care about you. Like but my first thing, black man, my first design I ever released, Black Men, I love you. That was the first thing I did, right? Because I'm like, this is something I know if I can speak this language. Or like we were talking about earlier, if I know I can speak to this, attest this, make um, comments or even footage around this because I know what Black Love is supposed to look like, then I know I can push this with my you know female populace. So that was first, and then Educated Negro. Now that we, since we're in Black History Month, Educated Negro, even uh, piggybacking off of Carnegie Woodson, just a um, very much Harlem Renaissance type of um, a piece that I made for being at Howard too. That was my second piece, and then the third piece was Black by Popular Demand. So Educated Negro was definitely second. And third is black, I'm the man. Fourth, respect, protect, love the black woman. Fourth, then it's like you over here, like black, but black, black man, I love you doing numbers. It's doing well. Like that was always been a great design for me. Then, educated Negro, that does well. And it was doing well in the colleges when they want to still say Negro. Like, you know, every other weird year, we need us, need it. It's everything now. It's educated Negro, okay? <laughs> like that's what it is. It's a direct play on like miseducation of the Negro and now saying, yeah, I'm going to college. I'm going to be educated Negro now because, but basically, how long I've been oppressed in my in my learning style and everything like that. So follow me, nigga. So that's <laughs> why so we got the second one. The third one, Black with Popular Man, because now we breaking out, whatever. Respect, protect, love the black woman is the fourth one. Bam, this shit starts tanking. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like no, oh, what's going on? Y'all don't love we ain't respect their protect. This is like 2008, yeah, 15 or so. Uh-uh. We're not on that. They're not they're not on, you know, respect, protect, love, and then Zendaya wears it. Or she was. I I sold the shirts. I ended up selling these stuff at discount, whatever I had to do, just to get you know get onto the next item, get onto what I was just like my public demand, anything I was doing right. But I need to get rid of this design just for right now. I keep the design, but I need to get rid of all the items for it. Right. I just finished selling like the last two or three sweatshirts. Right. Whatever it was, twenty dollars. So what I I just need to get rid of it. like because it, it's just it's sitting here for so long. It's sat for so long. Sold the last item. What are the two things that happen? One of the sweaters appears in the Wale video, Black is Gold. The second thing happens is Zendaya wears it at the Women's March. I don't have any sweaters. <laughs> I don't have any items. <laughs> I don't have anything. She didn't put it on the Women's March. They didn't put it in Vogue, Glamour, Dog on Harper's Bazaar. It's over here. It's on teen This, Team That. They're like, where did we get the sweater? I'm like, <laughs> I'm just looking around I'm like... But just going, like I said, from nothing to something. It, like, it went from the worst. I was like, we we'll But I was going to release it again. I was like, you know, it's okay. You know, They don't want to like you, but they will like you. I just spent all that time getting rid of it, doing whatever. I'm like, okay, because I just can't house this inventory, but I'm going to come back another way. And then it went in the music video and then went on Dania's back. <laughs> and then they're like, where is it? Where's the sweater? So now everybody's like, where's the sweater? I'm just like, Nobody was even with this, not even like two weeks ago. It went from it was maybe like a not I say like a month. It was a month where the video came out at the beginning and then she wore it at the end of the month. I'm like, God, no, I'm like, no, I had no nothing. And I had to get it popping immediately. Like, Luckily, I already had my trademark in play. Like, I, I have a lot of trademarks too. As you see, I don't know if you've seen on my page, but I posted about that as well. But I have an extensive amount of trademarks. All this stuff at trademark, and just even for that reason, too. Like, something went viral, and you know, how many people probably tried to go out there and trademark it and was not and weren't able to because I was already out here. I was just always trying to make it to where nobody will take what you got, but I never thought like that it would even be like where we are right now, where we had this influx of black brands again because it was just me and maybe two others. And I was like, we're gonna do this again, we're we gonna have this. <laughs> It was no black brands out. It was just and even Hovick's Couture, and it was no black brands. So then I told you people was wearing stuff like Boosie. It was wearing my brand. I'm like, no, we can't wear this. You cannot wear letters or it said you know, watch my shimmy. Random guys watching it. What shimmy? What are you talking about? <laughs> Random people was trying to buy that, and i was like, no. Or like, I got had the the Frat stuff, the uh, PBS stuff on it. It was just all kinds of really different designs with the big letters, and they trying to just buy it. Can I have it? Why do you want to have this big K on your chest? Like what? <laughs> it was the weirdest stuff i've ever seen and it was really on that so i just make sure that i was just trademarking things accordingly but just i didn't think it would be to where people would start making black items like this again because they already did it i was basically the eyeball doing it and then i guess they saw it working and then here they come (laughs) that was that was just insane but yeah they were trying to put a cap of shirts like i have the um or which one I would have? I had the one with the, um, or even the side It was like crazy stuff, and people were trying to buy it. It was, it was the craziest things. I would put the phrases, I say whatever, and people was really, or just a nineteen eleven. People trying to buy it, and I was even having stress with years on it. That was me. Like I know you'll see those things now. Everybody can always do that, but putting out there first, me, I put that out there, <laughs> and I was like, I put the year out there because I was just trying to for myself. I told like some people don't understand for even Greek letter organizations for females, you're not supposed to wear your letters out to bars. To drink, you're not supposed to be cursing in your letters, any of that stuff for women. I don't, you know, men, they do that. That's why I even made the brand to be out in my letters and supporting and being able to act whatever way (laughs) I want to act, with just leaving the poodle on there or just the year on there, but you know what time it is. It's just with the littlest things and the little stuff is you can't, you're not supposed to be doing all that stuff. Let us <laughs> you know, I'm over here in the S-G-O, excuse me. <laughs> You're not supposed to be doing that in your letters.
2: <laughs>
1: I gotta make it cool. But yes, what else? You know, I can talk forever. Well, I don't want to be running on too much. I'm like, let me get to his next question. You know, I'll go on
0: <laughs> No, this is this is great. This is good. You know, you spoke about the trademarks and you yes. spoke about that you have a lot of an extensive catalog of trademarks. Ooh. So what I know that you've seen that I've seen is you have a lot of people that play business. So yeah. you'll have them before they even sell anything. They got their LLC, they got it trademark, they got it patent, but they don't know how to sell mm-hmm. you. In the other case, you have a real brand. You're an OG pretty much. <laughs> oh, in <this>
1: L-donald. <laughs> L-donald. Anyway, at. I'm trying to show them real quick. <laughs> right.
0: So you're OG and you saw how important having trademarks is speak to what you dealt with in getting these trademarks and then also speak to how it protects you and how it can, you know, boost your business a little bit.
1: Well, as we all know, I just posted a video as well. I hope people go look at it. I posted like a DMX challenge type of the video. Um. um one of the other celebrities or uh, another celebrity online, she had posted like her awards, you know, with that uh, the DMX where you're running off the name, that whole thing. So I just did that with my trademarks to where I tried to go down the list. It was a lot, y'all. I got past it about 20 names and I was like, OK, we, I, mean, I don't even got no more. But I actually got a couple more that came in a couple of days ago, which I'm, uh, I'm so happy about. But it's just so important to protect since it's taking me even a long time. Like I've been at here 10 years and I still have the same, I don't want to say the same items, but you know, that same feel and that same style and to remain nostalgic like that and to remain in the game like that, you're going to have to build and create off of what you, just so I can even have that baseline and build and create off of that. So you need to make sure it's always protected. So if somebody even comes in, not even just so much even about suing, but in in the social media space, it's just very imperative to where it can always come down very rapidly. Like things will, if somebody's in the way or if something comes up where it's directly infringing on your item, if I have that trademark in play, it will come down within 24 hours. You know, sometimes they do have bots up that, you know, repost certain things on these larger sites. But these smaller ones, oh, that's curtains. Like nobody is uh, on social media side of the house, which is really good. There, Anything they try to put out there on their websites or even on social media itself, it will be removed within 20 24 to 48 hours if you have those trademarks. So I have trademarks, you know, for HCC Apparel for every. Every brand that I have, I say I know it's over. Well, in even some co- subcomponents of Black like, by Popular Demand. So say like I have it for um, lighters, like lighters, ashtrays, books. This I got a trademark for this. Like all that is on a trademark as far as like housewares, cups, like lighters, um, logo on shoe charms. This that like, trademark. <laughs> it's a trademark on shoe charms. I have a trademark on charms as well, y'all. Nice. So when you want to do anything, even for myself, for my and I have a son, he's seven. Just to uh, try to build this up for him to that intellectual property. So even eventually, if I want to franchise or do whatever, I can do said snatch. Let me tell people the importance of trademarking. Let's talk about it's Black History Month. Let's talk about Lonnie Johnson. What did Lonnie Johnson do? The Super Soaker, y'all. He invented the Super Soaker. Did y'all know he had to sue that company because they stole his trademark? And was selling it without his permission and how much money he got from that so just even knowing that like they stole his intellectual property he licensed it out to the company I don't know if it his mattel or hasbro or whatever he licensed it out to he licensed his stuff his patents he has over 80 you know i aspire so he has over 80 trademark or 80 patents 80 patents excuse me not trademarks 80 patents because that's way different i have one <laughs> but i do have one and that means something and pick them patents five racks a piece y'all i have a patent can't wait. I, I made a new little, a little, little item for y'all. Constructed, it. It's amazing. So, but stuff like that. He went and licensed it out. They took it. They uh, manipulated it a little bit and then tried to shut him off the deal like any other black person. Oh, and he's also a graduate of Tuskegee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, you fun facts, but they had to sue. And in, and for some undisclosed amount, but obviously I don't want anybody on my business. But you can't even, you know, that's obviously public you be suing for those things. But he even had to cut a check on the side and they even admitted to stealing his design. But that's why it's so important to, to trademark everything you do, because I'm coming to steal Amazon. <laughs> I'm it? Like that's it. Like they're getting sued. Anybody in way, you're gonna get sued. And it's not no statute of limitations on it. So that's why it don't have to be well, hurry up and sue it. And then it gotta be hurry up and nothing. I need to make sure I get everything in play, put all these people in in play as far as the employees, everything like that, which is is getting sold up. And then here y'all come. <laughs> I'm coming for you. That's when I'm going to come over here for you, but not, you don't come out there prematurely because they'll treat you like a, or even knowing that, like uh, they are going to treat you just like a, a, an artist or like anybody else, like, you know, when they take you to court and try to bleed you dry, they're going to run you like that too. So it's not even about them being right or wrong, but just trying to, just trying to prolong your process in court to try to bleed everything out of you. If they, as they possibly can extensions, 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 you trying to show up, you know, you got to pay up, like, a 10 racks, 20, right. Every time they showing up, these don't these show up, you know, so they're just trying to bleed you out. So just telling people accordingly to make sure you stay in that so they don't don't have to get to that. So, you know, people dare very much be deterred at the lowest level from having those initial trademarks. So you can, you know, just create in peace. You're supposed to be able to have your craft. Like nobody was ever just blatantly stealing like this, like five, 10, Ten years ago, nothing. Like I had trademarks. I was coming out here making stuff, but nobody. It was very much like in the black community too. Since so, so I made Greek items. So somebody else made something Greek. Oh, you was getting hammered by the Greek community. They're like, oh, you're stealing and that's how it needs to be now. It was very much like that then. Like the patrons would come out, I would make something. They're like, oh, that's that's how Greek is designed. I don't I know you and all everybody come look at this. They tagging 10 friends. Everybody's on your ass. And that's how it needed to be. That's how it needs to be now. It used to be like that, like when people kind of like do designs on top of one another back in, back in 2012. People will call everybody out They're like, um, no, that's somebody's design. Now well, it's just life. It wasn't even life 10, 10 years ago. So when did that become life now? Like when people just let people steal and let things happen. So just now you really got to protect yourself. Like you and I, I know that we talk about LLC, setting yourself up. Right. But you should just still be able to really create and see if people even want what the hell you have to offer without. It being just immediately shot or immediately like, I got that. Like, damn, like, I just created this. Like, this right. should not be like this. So where I even have patents now or I have to have trademarks now because even a hat, like, some the symbols of my Docker hats. I have Docker hats on this site. These Chinese sites are watching me so tough. As soon as the, the stuff sells out on my site, they put it up on their site. Like, it's that serious. Like, so it's some of these damn things that are happening to me. So where I got to go in and even be able to combat that immediately, but some of them do come down having to contact Post parent companies of, of like, say, if you have your little website or whatever you doing, best believe I'm on the phone with GoDaddy. I'm on the phone with them liquid. I'm on the phone with Fastly. I know these niggas. Like, so I'm on the phone getting your site dismantled. So stop playing with me, y'all, because I'm going to these little sites. You get banned a couple times, like a big cartel, a Shopify or whatever. They're not going to let you come back. So nah. please tread on that. Tread that line with me because I'm on the phone with Shopify. I'm on the phone with big cartel. I'm on the phone. With, I'm on the phone with these niggas. And I know mm-hmm. where your home is. I used to do IT in the military. I'm back, dorming. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fine. What's going on? I'm running your IP scheme.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'm you. So keep thinking y'all hidden. I'm gonna give y'all a little tidbit. Y'all, y'all think I'm just the number one. All right, let me run your IP scheme. Let me backtrace you. All
0: right, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. So you're, fine.
1: <laughs>
0: your IT background. How does that help you in running your business? Because your website is super dope. You like so, it? What? Yeah. I don't
1: know. it's not even up to par. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, your, your website is <laughs> super.
1: Way. Dope. Like oh man, you like the Howard back job though. I know y'all saw them, that thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I'm mean, gonna look at that founders library on that website. I love that. So yeah. that doesn't. I don't do no website work at all. But you know, it. That was very much like trying to just tunneling, understanding when I was in the military, just tunneling, understanding building servers, routers, networks. I could do that type of stuff, but that ain't got nothing to do with posting these <laughs> these items mm-hmm. on the platform. But so that doesn't even, to me, correlate because I'm so busy on trying to make the designs. I can't do any of them. Like I have a website person, got an assistant. I know I have a, it's a team of about six or seven people, excluding like my accountants. I have two accountants and two lawyers because you got to, first and foremost, got to have people to, you know, count the money and protect the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need people to, to count the money and protect the money, so Right. That's what I. Those are the two. But other than that, no website. I do what I'm good at. Website. Here you go. You know, website. Contract that out. This contract that out. Events. Here you do events. I don't do events. <laughs> you know, as far as like planning and mm-mm. so. <laughs> when you get to that level, y'all. When you first, when you're mm. new, you, put all those hats on. <laughs> you wear them all, and you wear them all proudly. But it's you can manage it. I was able to manage it like I was in the military. I told you for seven years, so. I did the business the whole time I was in the military. So I was already doing it before I went in the military, and then was doing it, you know, while I was in. So I, I'm 12 hour days and still doing business, deployed. I'd be in different countries. I've been doing warehousing for the last six years just because I was never there with my warehouse. So it's possible. It's possible to do stuff, but I had to, you know, I already had foundations where I had enough orders going out from the Greek side of the house. where when i did do warehousing i don't you know some people like oh it's expensive it is a little pricey but not when you're like if you have a certain amount of orders say like even like a hundred a month i would even say Mm -hmm. you can do it and that's like kind of a baseline like people always ask when to get into warehousing i would say anything over like a hundred orders a month you just start moving over to warehousing because you can really like and you know now just thousands of orders i'm like Right. So now, like, what? What if I were just still doing the hundreds, a couple of hundreds? Because at one point it was a hundred orders day. It was maybe about five, seven hundred orders a week, or hundred some a day. And this is years. This is two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. And you nobody know, like a hundred something orders a day. And I'm sitting here like doing that myself and working, <laughs> and having a, a child, <laughs> and having to do all that stuff when he goes to sleep. So it's possible, but I don't mm-hmm. know. That black woman strength like that. I don't know if y'all feel like a black woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lady. I don't do that now, but those are some yeah. hard years. Just even trying to get your business to where you kind of got that constant flow and constant stuff, but having to do all that stuff, I definitely know all the packages. I went to work. I raised the baby. I was deployed. I did a lot of things and here we are so you know just tell people it is possible it won't be i just i don't know where to start start somewhere start tomorrow do get something you have to start and figure out what you like and don't like so
0: just gotta start mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like that's people like what's your best advice sometimes they'll say oh, what's your advice to people i'm like well first and foremost are people trying to start a clothing business i'm like to even know you want to start a clothing business like my first advice to anybody is just to try things and try stuff like what do you like what do you you know, what are you interested in? What is, you know, what is your heart thing out to? Like, really trying all these things that you really like to see and see what you can really see yourself doing without getting paid to do it. Like, which one of these would you love to do? And they were like, okay, well, we're not going to pay you for five years. But you'll live comfortably. You just won't have any excessive income for in five years. We'll break you even. Like, now, like a nonprofit, you know, that's what they were talking to you. Like, like a nonprofit, you ain't going to have no money for five years. Okay with that? And you can just do this, but we don't give you no extra money. Like, you might not go out. Maybe once in a while. <laughs> Right. But you will be covered even by your house. You sit in it. <laughs> but you're going to be do you want to do that? You know, some people, I eat all this. Do you really? Like, what do you need to do? It's besides learn yourself, understand yourself, know what you want to do, and then even build on that to have some gifts to bring to the world. Like me, I wanted to bring self-awareness, self-love, positivity through clothing, through obviously the women. You know, you look good in your clothes. You're going to feel good. Or even the messages, you're going to, that's all I want to do. That's what I portray. That's always been my message. And that's what's
0: still transcending. So
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That a lot of sense. I like that. I, I like that. <laughs> now now talk to me about photo shoots and videos because a lot of people think that they can come like how you were saying earlier, that <laughs> a static t-shirt up and that's gonna be okay. And me and you both know the difference between doing that shirt. And then when you do your first video shoot and taking a phone, you're like, okay. But then when you get that real photographer Mm -hmm. and he does it or she does it, that's something different. But then you've taken it to another level where I saw you and your people just doing your thing with just the video and you're in it. And, but it like, it just seems real because Mm -hmm. I think you're on campus. So talk to that a little bit and how you,
1: because right now just because i feel like you know people spoil so you you know he keeps setting the bar certain places especially for me i've been out here so long doing this for so so many years like you can't just i can't even put up you know you just have regular models doing it i don't even want to see that i need to see somebody jumping off a cliff (laughs) you better be skydiving in this thing right (laughs) <laughs> like, I got, oh, you know, shoe guy. I don't know if you know the one, like, what the hell? Like, the one that you talk about the shoes, the point of people's shoes and stuff like that. Like, he over here on the mountaintops in the hoodie. People was like, who that? Like, you all too spoiled. Like, it's spoiled. He's on the mountaintops giving you moves because it's this serious. But I just feel like, oh, like, even now, like, I tell you I have so many photo shoot photos, and what does best is just when you're on the streets. Like, I've been doing that that way for so long, but. I try to do the photo shoot things. For me personally, I just feel like it works better if I just use all that organic stuff or using stuff that's right there in the streets. You know, People love to see the white people getting cussed out, but it's just certain organic content, even swiping with those items, I feel like works better than for what me to do. But even photo shoots photography, for me, I don't I've always been, since I've been in the military, I've always just relied very much on the people. I always see the people as the models. I always saw just us interacting and living within our populace as it being the move and the vibe. So I never really focused on that. Just like These last couple of years is when I really started doing it. I make the videos and stuff, and people were just like, they kind of take it as like, oh, you trying to be fly. It's just like, I'm trying to give you the quality you deserve. Like, what's going on? I ain't trying to see that. I'm like... All right, here go Kiki in the living room. Yes! <laughs> what? Right. I'm to show you Kiki in the living room. Right. I got to show you Chloe, you know, busting chat. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. That's what they want to see. But if I pay, you know, I'm doing a full-on photo or even do a photo shoot with this person. Yes, they want to see that. Or even seeing, like you say, it in motion, like when uh, Chloe had wore it during a Cosmo. Like I guess they were doing like a, uh, one of them Cosmo, like, who steals clothes. You know, one of them back and forth, one of them things. She had on that, but that's what they really want to see. As far as being in motion but these these little Instagram celebs, they ain't trying to put nobody's brands in motion at all without paying like fashion over style bags and i'm like this is ridiculous i don't necessarily sometimes for me like i said they organically wore that stuff especially early on and then now it's like you'll see like less and less influencers kind of even doing that right now because they want certain size bags it's a pandemic so if we can't provide these bags we need to be forming more relationships and that's we're going up some crossroads and some of that stuff, but yeah, it's it's um that's a thing. Like having photography and stuff, like it's dope though. I love the imagery and stuff. I'm trying to do, especially with the rose cardigan. I'm trying to, I'm trying to job. I hope the noobs, you know, touch down on that. This 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 one, but it, like it, yeah. it helped with yeah. that. That was great. Where it really that's helping with that aspect. But generally, I feel like the people just do best. Like it's always for my brand Since I've always had it like that, I was one of the only brands that ever kind of just used everybody in play as the models. And I feel like they really like that too, to where it's a very interactive brand to where we're all coming up together. It's all, all of us are in this together. I'm definitely happy to make the items, but you know, the people are definitely a servant of the people, you know, our organization speak to that and attest to that as well, but just trying to provide something of quality that we can also love and, you know, have that self-awareness with. So I don't need too much photography with that, I guess, because the clothes, I don't know. They just be they be beautiful on their own. So yeah. <laughs> Their clothes be speaking the message, so I don't really do. I don't have to do too much because everybody's like, "I love that shirt." Or you just love what's on it, so it's not like, well, "Let me." I need to see this like this, so I can see the stitching and it, like they don't. I make sure I make it like that, but people really don't even. That's why now I kind of have to do it, but they still don't want to see it. I'm like, "No, look at the stitching, guys." It's yeah. like, oh, I just want the shirt, but it's too much. It's too much because the stitching. You're not looking at the pictures. I'm <laughs> <You're>
2: right. <laughs>
1: Tell you why. It's, it's a lot because then they get it. Oh my god, this is this shirt is buying like it's worth every penny. I've been telling you that, but at the same time, they want it. But they like, I really want this, but not for it. But no, look at everything, so you'll see why it's worth this. They don't, they just love it so much. They don't really. It's like I love it, but not. For, you will love it if you understand every aspect or even why I'm doing it, what the trademarking that goes into it, like all that stuff, so you understand that this is a fully encapsulated, protected piece, like. You're not gonna, you know, USDA certified. Like I might as well put a stamp on your back. Like right. you know, just making them understand that. So photography and everything really don't help it because just cause of my price points and stuff. So I don't have a problem with photography. People love to do so, but you know, I feel like for whatever your brand is worth, if you have like makeup and other stuff, you definitely need to be doing photography for that. If you got uh makeup stuff you're doing, if you're doing any type of like setups or shea butters and other that really very much it, clothing. Yes, but I feel like you can be out there with your iPhone 12. Like, it's really not a lot. It's the clothing is a little different, but professional photography, for like, you know, this weed they got out here, the, the the hair stuff, any of these other, like, really, I need to be on it. That's when photography really counts. You just set up and you display backdrops, everything like that. Like, clothing. Now, like, you can see, like, oh, he has your shirt on in the back of the squad car. Like, that's all they be caring about. Like, oh, shit. That time in Baltimore, like, let me talk about that. Like, when they had my shirt all up in the Time magazine during the riots, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, y'all better stop doing this, stop riding my damn clothes. They, I just want to let y'all know, take that shirt off, get him off the camera, get him off the camera. They was coming at me back in the day, that's why I had to switch it to comedy. Like, right, the cops was at my door a couple times. Like, you know, anything about Mm -mm." (laughs) they're trying to get me, really. Yes, like the cops coming at me. Like we see, you have a brand out here. Like I'm telling, like y'all I'm one step from Farrakhan. Like they be acting like I'm out here trying to do Farrakhan kind of things. And I ain't do nothing. I'm like, I'm just talking about the the, the opinions of the people. That's it. All right. All
2: right.
3: Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's out here, y'all. Is y'all pray for me? Y'all keep me in prayer. Y'all know they be locking me up, <laughs> and I be getting bailed out. So they be tossing me out.
0: <laughs> All right. Now for a brand coming up, how? How do you approach events and being a vendor? Is that a strategy that you used?
1: Um, as far as like just how do I interact with the others or do I do
0: like how like, do I
1: other companies going in or what?
0: Like, did it make sense to go out there from a short term financial play and then a long term branding play? Um, is it worth the effort? Do you see different places? Should you just do homecomings? Should you do Essence Fest? Talk to me a little bit about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I thought for me, since they you know I do have the the Black Black Derived business or any business that is, you know, heavily in collegiate or whatever, I know I, I want to do more of the homecomings if they do have them this year. So even being out here, I like I told you earlier, I'm trying to think about even going back to the East Coast or trying to hit up Atlanta or even just staying there so I can be in that kind of in that bloodline or right up in the middle of it to where I can go out to DC for certain things. I can come down to do all this or go um go up there for homecomings and A&T and then trying to hit it that way and coming on down rather than being on this side. Because on this side, I was just here to really establish the um, the videography of certain things, the photography, like all that stuff over here. They got a lot over there. Uh. On the East Coast, it's very much, you know, we still trying to get over egos. I think, like, over here, they're ready to shoot. They're ready to get things done. They're ready to make content. Everybody a dancer. Everybody a model. Everybody, you know, everybody's doing stuff. So everybody's trying to get put on all the time. So it's easier rather than over on the East Coast. You know, somebody's not even, they're really aspiring, but then acting like they're all set up, you know, over there. So they really trying to act like they got solid. You know, just we need more people trying to get it out the mud, but on the video side, because, you know, media runs the world. So... Yeah, over there on the east is very much like, okay, well, I done did this, I done did this, I done did this show, but like, are you in the media though? Like, you know, are you out here? Like, this side really helped me to get on a lot of these people and do a lot of these things, but not even saying that's making the brand great, but just to where you can solidify and everybody can vouch at those higher levels for the and attest to the quality of the brand, the quality of what I'm doing, interacting with me in certain ways. So, bringing that back over to the east coast, I feel like is best, but the whole setup and even strategizing for events, I feel like just being on the east coast works better for. Just black brands because of all the college influence I have too, but generally if you have that college flux or, you know, some doing black stuff like this, you need to be over there. Here, <laughs> I mean, if you got beauty, anything like that, I feel like it'd be good or it'd be better to be over here right. to do right. stuff like that, to do when you're trying to do beauty, uh, hot, not even really fashion, I mean, you know, just kind of like even shea butters, other things I like out here for that because people are really kind of worried about that a little more in the South. Yes, like, but I have seen too many cocoa butter. I have seen too much palmas still (laughs) up in the household. So (laughs) we on the clothes. (laughs) We are on the clothes. That's what I do like about the South. We are definitely stepping it up as far as, that's all my family's down South. So we stepping it up as far as the shoes. Like everybody's wearing like Air Max, like high end, paper max and stuff down that. They weren't doing that before. Like they are stepping it up (laughs) on the clothing in the South. But just. I would just say, like, you know, moving for Black businesses, just being on that East Coast with me, the sudden college stuff, just staying and riding that whole up and down that coastline is very much, I feel like, just keeps you, it keeps it in play. Over here is a little more difficult, but, you know, I like difficulty. You know, I, I'm over here locked up every other <laughs> I'm over here on this page doing this, so I don't mind the difficult situations. But, you know, I would think to make it easier for me to just go over there so I can really just ride this wave and make it make it where it needs to be, so...
0: For someone that wants to know how to get three hundred fifty five thousand, <laughs> listen. I started posting about um.
1: I started posting about Kamala. I lost like five. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, Uh-oh. Yes. I was like, whatever. It was fifty nine. It was fifty nine. And then when I started, when I said, "Ain't no Trump," when I posted fly, <laughs> when I said, "Ain't no Trump," man. people started leaving. <laughs>
0: I
2: like, Uh-oh, somebody,
0: I I <laughs> somebody had to post something in some type of group to get five thousand people to unfollow it had Not
1: even like it's been doing that ever since like kind of like the election so about mid last month like no, they've been like okay it's okay. been a couple like weeks but now it's kind of like going it's really strange so now it's like kind of like doing that whole number now you know like some stuff it's looking crazy Right. So, but before it was like when I started posting, uh, even about Kamala, that's so why I kind of stayed worried about her. I post about her out of here. People, because I don't know why people think she's going to go anywhere anytime soon. So I'm like, <laughs> we got to figure this out or even just know how to pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. It's like, well, you know, she ain't for you either. So what you about to do? So <laughs> what, what's going on? Like, I don't know why we're so concerned with, oh, let me unfollow you. because Your support. I support this. <laughs> that's what I support. I'm in full support of. Black educated women. That's what I'm in Florida. But every time I post her, that's like, that's an itch. That's a hot spot for black people. I, so I kind of stay away from her. Unfortunately, I would love to post her more or even post about Howard in general. I try to stay over there. But when I post about her, I definitely lose followers. Okay. Right. <laughs> so,
0: so, so how does someone go from, if they want to start today, zero followers on Instagram, I- how do they get 355,000 followers?
1: Listen, they don't. Like, <laughs> I'll like, be real with y'all. Look, okay. The only I feel like the only way to really grow like that, it was just you no. Know, like, everybody always goes like timing. <laughs> it's always the same timing. It was the time that I was just out. It was what was going on. I was the only person really in that subspace. I was operating also with a lot of beauty companies and other things like that, like all those hair companies. We would have little groups and things together where we would group up. And actually run ads on all these bigger pages or even like a, a shade room and things like that. Like I've been running ads on a shade room since like yeah 2014 or so. Like I used to. And then even when I started those amounts, like it was barely nothing. You didn't have to pay much of anything to advertise on there. So if you wanted to get large, like you would really grow followers, but you have to advertise on those pages or even make those those um those commitments or making those monetary amounts because it is pricey, but it is worth it if you have an item that is you know something if you have a whole setup and it's banging this together you gonna sell it on those platforms and you're gonna get followers on those platforms but that's why you have to set yourself up and make sure your stuff is is what it needs to be because I could post a shirt on there and like I post a shirt on Shade room and this is this is when I was doing this in 2014 15 guys I post a shirt on Shade room Bam, I posted you know black my pop the man I will definitely sell maybe about 400, 500 shirts in maybe 30 minutes right <laughs> so it will happen so just don't even think like oh i don't want to give them all this money you if you got something that's dope you're gonna make it right back you're gonna immediately make it back maybe within the first five minutes ten mm-hmm. minutes but those are ways to grow your followers as well or you can do it through everybody wants to do giveaways and whatever i just don't like to retain those clients like that for me when i have a, a higher-end product just because they're just wanting to things, you know for the free for the low for whatever that's not who i want but those are ways to to know build your clientele up or get the word out about what you even have, or if you have something at a lower price point, be it your I don't even know, like say if you sell a keychain, something like that, and you have a keychain giveaway, and then so that's okay, everybody can sit in here because you kind of have that lower even price point. It's all like 10, 20, whatever it is, so everybody can sit in here because you know nobody's really opposed. When you, like me, you got twenty dollar jackets, I'm not giving you nothing. Like I can't get, I can't afford to because then as soon as your mind gets cracked in any way. You looking for, so when the card get, I didn't say that was going on sale. Like I didn't say, don't get sale out of your mind. I don't even got sale on my website. It says last call. It says last call because verbiage matters. See, I, uh, we ain't got sales around here. We got last call on this item it's discounted. Like I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's like a discount. So that's, it's just. It's different ways to grow the client. It's, it's gonna be rough, and especially right now, like these people are hard on their likes, they follow, they, they know they, like, they ain't got no voice, but then they over here quick to unfollow, quick to comment on sign, quick to like mm-mm. they know who they following and they're not. <laughs> so, right now, no one is like before everybody, everyone's just following everybody. So, it was no real like now you really gotta work for these followers, now you really gotta make sure you're speaking to everybody's true voice. So, it's gonna take a while, or even if you put somebody in place. It's like, it, they say automate, 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 but then I feel like you still can't organically speak to the people if you're always, or if you're always automating. Like people, I hear that right now at like Clubhouse, like, automate your ads, automate your ads. How are you going to speak to the people if you always automate it? You're right. You're
2: right.
1: That's what For me, even being organic, yes, I am that way, but I kind of choose sometimes to be that way or I, I will post maybe once a day, if that. Like I do it personally now, but I was, I had people doing this for me prior when I can actually teach and do whatever when they had me, had me, <laughs> oppressed me anytime they made me oppressed, i gotta i gotta take over because now i gotta talk in a certain certain context on this page and make sure the page stays afloat so but yeah it's just i it's gonna be hard but like i said at the time i was with other groups of people so you can get those those waves of followers relatively easy if i'm sitting around here with the um with the main choices or the the um any other large black hair company, we were all in groups together. I was just the only, I just sold shirts. Everybody else sold hair, cosmetics, whatever. I had the clothes. So when they would do these morning ads, I would just post this shirt ad out of nowhere, but I would just be in these quick up groups because they had a lot of followers. I was the only shirt page with, you know, this much stuff. Or I don't even call it shirts, but at the time it was shirts, but now more of apparel and other stuff. But it was just really, and honestly being together, like I noticed, I said group. It wasn't just me. It was like, Mm-hmm. It was 20, 30, 40 of us in these different types of groups, constantly pushing different, different media and different things around. And that, yeah, so that's so you're constantly having different ads running daily on different pages, and you're running it on our own pages as well. So it's thirty or forty people in here, and they're running it on your own page. You know, for those hours or two hours, where you were able to do that back then, you can't even do that now. But that's how we grew those pages so large. And mm-hmm. It's no really way to do that at this point. So it's like I, I don't even like people ask. I'm like y'all like, YouTube? like I don't know how to get YouTube. It's no. It's really this stuff is like the Instagram. Like, everybody was bought open, so they really locked their shit down now. It's like everybody's just like wanting. If you're gonna get followers, you have to pay for these niggas, or not pay like the people, but pay to make sure your marketing is good. You're gonna have to really get in play to make everything happen to where you're gonna bring these people in. It ain't no. Well, how do I get Yang. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling You yeah right I'm trying to lie to you. You're not. You're, right. <laughs> You're not. Like I'm trying to grow all these other pages right now. And make, I might have like 6,000 followers. It's like, th- it like a month to get these thousand people in. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. I'm, gonna, really? I'm lazy in that aspect. I'm like, uh-uh, because I feel like now people, yeah, you got the other page now. We ain't got to like you. You know what? I'll take my ass home. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. and that's hard too like people think oh just go another page they jealous of this page so they're not liking this page (laughs) so they won't even like this one because they're like now you already got one page you don't get no page because they know they don't got the page it's very much psychosomatic I like that like y'all it's hard and it may not happen Y'all might be, y'all might need to be happy with the 10,000 you get, because that's probably all you're going to get. 10 or 15, if you don't have, like, some crazy pop out, like, y'all probably got to be slapping right now.
0: What's your, what's your favorite social media platform right now?
1: Well, y'all know I speak Instagram, so that's always going to be my, my first love. But I mm-hmm. guess I absolutely hate Clubhouse, but.
0: <laughs> do you Why you hate Clubhouse?
1: Because nobody an no expert on there, like I don't want to hear that.
0: Like, dude, yeah, they just I mean, want you,
1: Evan, ran your page organically for six plus years. Don't talk to me. I've sat mm-hmm. here and I want to talk to these people down there almost every day for six fucking years. That's why it's not hard to talk to them because I have not even had the opportunity to do anything other than that. Any type of ad I try to run, most of it doesn't meet criteria. All my shirts are not meeting nothing. Like only one is Black by public Demand and respect take love the Black woman, and that was pushing it. They were like, yeah. Respect black man I love no because you're saying that only black men can be loved. That used to get flat. They just take that down. They would be like, "Wow, only black men can." You don't. Know, you're only saying you're trying to sway, sway. I'm trying to what? Like I swear. <laughs> but yeah,
0: right. so
1: get it together. I just thought it was me, but yeah.
0: Mm-mm. What's your approach around TikTok?
1: Um. TikTok. I mean, I like it. I'm just, it's very, very, everything is moving very quick. You know, I I like to, I have a tried and true nostalgic. (laughs) I'm a 90s girl. So that's, it's very, it's like tough. It's just too fast for me particularly, but that's not my ballpark. That's not my game. I definitely like the platform though. I don't see why it's, I don't want to say, say doing as well as it's doing. It's just like, it's just a different way of, I guess, presenting, you know, material. I definitely want people to do it, though. I would love to have TikTokers to have it. I know I'm not doing it. People want you to do it. I want to eh, No. But, you know, I would love to get people in play to do that, though. I feel like it's very effective with um, with branding, with growing your brand very fast out of nowhere. But just finding whatever is niche in there that people love looking at. Because I see they like very much like even if it's spiritual stuff or if it is um the male stuff with the shirt off, this man added shirt off in every single video. Like he stay consistent. Like, I don't right. like, <laughs> So I don't, I, they yeah. Like even when I say get back to clubhouse, like I, no, they can't work because, oh yeah. And, and back to clubhouse, it's just everybody on there. If you really pay attention, most of them have been doing it for one to two years, one to two years, three years, talking about whatever business they're trying to do or one of the many businesses. No, talk about the one business you do. What one business do you do? And what one business do you do well? What are you doing well? What are the ins and outs of that one business? Don't talk to me about drop shipping. This is not the time for drop shipping right now. Tell everybody right now, don't do it. There's so many delays in shipping and everything else, but they're trying to teach people how to automate, do stuff easy and quick. There's no easy, there is no quick out here. Dropshipping will push you in a whole new world of hurt. Don't even do that stuff. Don't listen to people just sitting there telling you what stuff is relatively easy. It's not easy. No, it's hard. No, no, no. All this stuff is very difficult. And for them to be on here having all these damn conversations about drop shipping or about automation of ads. And then what do you mean automation of ads? We need to learn how to talk. Do they know how to make copy? Do they know how to write? I barely know how to write, but I'm I know how to talk to the people. I'm not here to make copy though. Like making copy mm-hmm. is very different from just sitting out here trying to do a caption and then running an ad and how are you doing all that? Even how you're talking in with those ebooks. that's a specific set of copy and jargon that not everybody can do, especially black folks. So what ebook are you really about to have? What instrument are you really about to create? Like, Clubhouse, get the hell out of here. It's like, get the fuck out of here. They sell your dreams. They selling your dreams and I'm sick of it. I'm like, I've been sitting in here and I'm listening to people like, what? So, what, I mean, so are you going to make blank items? I mean, I'm just, I'm just really confused. I'm really scared. Look. How many trademarks I just told you I own? What are you talking about here? Like I just told you, I make all my items from scratch. I don't use no blanks. It's all cut and sew. Everything is 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 actual cut garment. And that even me changing, I just change some items and some sizes this year. But like this is a very much tried and true process. It you have people over here like, well, I don't know, I'm still nervous. Get your nervous ass out of here, like. <laughs> Get off of my platform with that or just really, like, be ready to come in here and work, understanding what it's about. It's, like, a lot of scared people on here, a lot of people claiming to be experts. So I just see a lot of sharks a lot of bait. And that's what I see. And I just walk out the room like, bye. Y'all sit on there all you want to. I'm not here with that. But that's my opinions on going back to Clubhouse. That's what I thought about TikTok. I mean, I feel like Snapchat can still have its ways. (laughs) People don't really talk about that too much. That's one of my little hidden gems. I feel like that's one of the like the dark side of the community. They definitely operate through there. Or people like, with a little bit of cash and a little, a little bit of um, extracurricular activities. So you'd be on there showing them your shirts. They'd be looking for stuff to buy too while they selling sell their little their nuggets of goodness all over Snapchat, like, so, You know, I was trying to talk to the people. I was trying to talk to the black community. I'd be like. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to talk to them street niggas on Snapchat. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, I would talk to them next, but right. i will get a little these brothers, these little coin on the side, you know, get these pants with these little hidden pockets whatever y'all need on here. Let me put this on Snapchat. But mm-hmm. that's what I feel like is good for marketing. Everybody has their set place of, you know, I think say like, okay, what's Snapchat good for? I'm like, oh, talking to like all the underground people and <laughs> and other like just marketing certain types of things or even clothes or rims, like Crazy, like I just acquired things. (laughs) Put that on Snapchat. Right. All these boosters, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) about Sneaker cartel. All right, but even then, if you had a sneaker business, Snapchat, (laughs) that would be the place I would say for that to go. But you know, what's other one? Well, you say you was on the wrap up with me. I know I got this little random call.
0: Okay, yeah, go. I got a, I got a couple, couple more things. I'm not letting you Mm -hmm. go. Mm What um what what brands have you seen out here? Maybe from a 14-year-old girl or a a 65-year-old man? What brands <laughs> have you seen that really just speak to you that people may not know about or something or maybe a popular maybe a popular brand? Give me three brands that you really love that aren't that aren't mainstream
1: there are three brands that I really love that
0: aren't mainstream.
1: Well, um, it could be
0: mainstream. You could say something yeah. corny like Gucci or
1: something. uh uh-huh. no, corny like Gucci. All <laughs> of oh. my brain, of course. Um, other ones, well, even like I just did the uh, the interview with Mess in a Bottle. I definitely like that too, just as far as like her drive. Any people know her, obviously she's verified, things like that. But just small businesses that I'm definitely in support of, that I've done Um, uh, actual, those Clubhouse meetings. I do those with her sometimes. She'll have those Tea Tuesdays or other times where we actually do those joint ventures where you tell people about your brand. Like things like that, I'm for on Clubhouse, like telling people about what you do, you know, the the, the joys of trademarking, whatever you want to do. But if it's two women like cultivating together, those things are, are fly. So I like i support her just because of all those internal things that we do as far as her support for other companies her her um her love that she spreads out to the community so i think mess in a bottle that one's that one's a dope one as far as you know another t-shirt company mm-hmm. that is cool unsung heroes um i would say brands that i do support i even talking about people that even support me so it's another girl that i know support me i hope i say her name right i think it's Aun Ashe. But she's a Delta and she has a STL for the, um, for the culture where she actually just created a, um, a whole a genre to, to market different black businesses um, in St. Louis, I believe that's where she's at. But just trying to you know, just market marketing showcase, kind of like a We about Black, but for your own area and just having those, just creating those micro uh, microcosms for us to see here and thrive in as well. I would definitely love to support her. Or even I can shoot you these ones as well, you know, so you can even tag them or what have you. But just really people, I'm like, oh, let me just think people that support me. I want to support them and talk about their business. Oh, it's another little company, just super random. It's called Strapped. (laughs) It's called called Strapped out here I think, in Birmingham, Alabama. And I just love their branding. I just like how they they operate because I feel like they don't get a lot of buzz out here. But, you know, like when you have, when you're, like, cooling your city, kind of like how, um, um... what we said, like Supercent and things like that when you're from New Orleans and things like that when you like, like, king of your city, I feel like them, I feel like they do a lot of stuff maybe in their city that doesn't really come out where it needs to or even pop, or cross uh, everything to us that well, but it's right. just all they do, their branding. I think it's just called Strapped or Strap, whatever. It might just be Strapped. And they just like they have these little gun purses. They just have very customized, like just how they do stuff like myself, like very customized. Just umbrellas, bags, socks, shoes. Like you better brand it. Like this stuff needs to be a brand, a lifestyle. So I really like what they do with their things as well. But just trying to throw some wild cards out that y'all probably even even seen. I don't think they maybe even have like four thousand followers, even then. Well, we already know about Messing a Bottle, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, For the culture, or uh, for the culture, they might even have like two thousand, but just different ones that are actually out here bringing other groups together. That company that's really, really, really working on their branding without even being very large and not having to be so large to even put a lot. Because I know that takes a lot of time and effort and energy to have all these different a variety of things, just like how how I have even umbrellas and all this other stuff. I just really think it's dope to incorporate it and then brand it all up, like where all their logos are all over the clothes and stuff. Just very gaudy and very crazy. I like (laughs) so.
0: But that's yeah. beautiful that, that's great thank thank <laughs> you is it marcia or marcia because i've been saying marcia
1: um well no it is my my mama named me marcia right okay. so I do say marcia when i was in the military when i went to the military dealing with the white populace i just started you know it's, all, it's a bunch of smiths my last name's smith so it's always been smith marcia it's always just been that i don't have time to be correcting these people all crazy and plus even on the black side they always associate you as a white girl. So it makes everybody remember you. <laughs> yeah, right. If I say Marcia, like, I only know one black Marcia, I know. <laughs> I know you only know one, black or one under the age of 50. So all
2: right.
1: All right. I'm mm-hmm. the only young, you know, young lady out there with that name. So that's why I kind of say that, like Marcia. Yeah, or they try to put the little island twang on it or the Hispanic twang. If I just say Marcia, then it's just very much, boom. like that's the white girl or they think it's, you know, a white girl coming in the room and it's something totally different.
0: all right, Sounds good. You're, you're inspiring. Marcia. Like it's always oh, yeah. good to talk to, you. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm OG and age, but you know, like I was doing some other things before I really got serious about HBCU grad. So it's good talking to you. You yeah. know what? We should do a clubhouse. Like you and, you know, some other like big brand people should, should I
1: like Travis a lot. You know, I'd be talking to Travis.
0: Well, our HBCU Pride Nation,
1: historically black sense, HBCU Pulse, like all these, I've been reaching back out. I know I've kind of been, just, you know, removed, and I've been trying to come back. And they're like, "Oh, what you want? I'm just here to say hi." Like, right, I'm, exactly. I'm on a minute, like it's been a while. You're but right. y'all like, act like, y'all know who I am. Y'all right. been, like, y'all know my name ring bells. I'm not like what? Because I know You're that right. even over here they know about um you know i do like wash the yard or hbcu but they're like well and we just know that the large engagement for black schools that that comes from wash the yard i'm like you talk about oh, they used to run me my my content (laughs) 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 they don't know i'm like because i've been i just came over here in that side of the house in that light so i'm like oh nobody knows about the deep-rooted like how even why do we even have hbcu pages like like, why do we even have that oh because we need to promote our school No, because these men were upset. (laughs) These people were upset. They weren't in the groups. And then how do you know all of this? Because if you're one of the creators of one of these Greek groups, I was just the only public group. Everybody else was whatever. So then I'm posting stuff that I done seen in these groups. And I'm sitting there even bridging those gaps then. I've always been over here trying to bridge gaps for everybody to see. So just going and really pushing myself out there to really you know, come back and be like, hey, these are the pages like you that are people that are new, just knowing that, oh, I've been out here. I was this. I did this you know like i'm just here to say hi not even oh like give me your content no like, i know how to make all the content i made it all like i know i made this i know how to search this because now i don't have all the kids sending me the content like now they'll just tag you know all the little pages of hbc Red i will tag all of you guys that was the same thing they was doing with me then like they would just you know tag you sending you all the content in your dm so you know just really coming back so I, if they have dope stuff so we can all just now start pushing this whole hbcu message even if it's through myself as well but just things we see that we are all sitting here conversing and talking and showing that we're all together. Cause it's about unity and about being unified mm-hmm. and on these little black panel. They don't want to do it. I'm like, y'all like, let, me like, mm-hmm. like, let me in. Hold my hand now. Like we can't, we got to talk. Cause I'm the only beacon, especially over here. Now I done sat here and solidified this stuff over here with the, uh, the Hollywood side of the house. They don't know nothing about none of you. So it's just like, since I'm over here and doing whatever. And like, I only want to with to Howard specifically. It's like, you know they only understand Kamala. So yeah. They're like, we only know about Howard. There you go. Mm-hmm. We, we right. about to talk. Come on, fam. Well, y'all saw my video. Come on, fam. Come on, Tuskegee. Let's go. Cause yeah. you're not talking to me without talking to all of y'all too. Yeah. That's how I operate. Like I'm very much like that. And I just even pushing it to y'all so y'all can even see like I'm not for myself. And now yeah, I'm very much for the collective. I've always been that way. That's why the brand is the way it is. And I'm trying to have all of us maneuvering and moving in a sense of education and empowerment and, and all that. Like I'm not over here trying to oh, sell clothes. Like, yeah, we can sell clothes all goddamn day, but I need to still show people on campus. I still need to show, you know, fam pride. I still need to show, you know, people over here at Grambling. I still got to show all that stuff. I want to do it at least through the, with the help of everyone else. Cause you know, obviously I can't get all the content, but I know I have like the beacon to the black populace more than these other, the HBC. cause we very much act Clicky and, you know, you don't want people to come in your business. I'm like, y'all, come on. I'm just, I'm just gonna show them a little bit. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Got to show people because that's gonna make them want to come too. Right. So it's all about people trying to come and be educated around us. They hang around us. Can't throw up no. Don't throw up no signs. Don't. <laughs> I bring you in this probate. Don't throw up a hook. <laughs> You're right, You're right. I'm showing you the probate show. Please don't start barking. Like <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. don't yell at all. Don't yell, please. <laughs> So right. that's we as black pages and black things, we need to start, you know, just intertwining more. I've always been on this, but I'm glad that you're even receptive. So it, other people, you know, shadows, everybody's like, oh, you're so busy. I'm like, stop, be quiet. So right. <laughs> nobody's busy. I'm very much for the people and trying to make sure we all come together, even have these talks so we can all show that we're you know cultivating together. So all
0: right. Marsha's back, HGC apparel <laughs> has never went anywhere. Marsha yeah, to, I to, whip, to
1: the toilet. Whip go we'll talk,
0: we'll talk again so mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes yes thank you so much for having me is there anything else you need me to do leaving handles or i guess everybody already know hgc apparel you know where to find me. you know the site and you know he's pinging it and placing it i'm i'm hoping so mm-hmm. Just come on you know come on out to the party and yeah enjoy <laughs>
0: uh, one last question um <laughs> hampton and howard
1: what do you mean? <laughs> excuse me? That needs to be the next response. Like, excuse me? This is Howard all day forever. Age you till I die. You know, like I said, you want to just go to Howard. Just say that.
2: <laughs> Love hey, it.
1: I'm visiting for the semester. Come on for life. Come on over here.
2: Love it. Peace,
0: Marsha.
1: All right, take care. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please leave us a review on Apple iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. It will really, really mean a lot to us. Thank you and have a good day.